back to the Minas in Paris podcast. I am Zen, and this is a podcast about all things travel, be it food, what to pack for your next trip, or your next exotic destination. And with me is Emily. Hello. And I also present to you, Kristen. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha. I wish we'll we find- had some Hawaiian sound effects right now. Oh. I just want a Mai Tai. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Well, you might have guessed by our conversation, but today we bring to you what many consider a, an exotic destination, Hawaii. And actually, that includes me. Um, <laughs> I love Hawaii. Um, Hawaii is not only beaches and golf, though. Um, lots of people think, yeah, not much to do there, but there's a lot of things to do there. There's a lot of rich history and culture there. Um, you may not know, but Hawaii once was an independent kingdom. And the big island is, you may not know that the big island, it's actually growing in square footage every year because of volcanic activity. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah. I think in um, the big island, there's something like 10 active volcanoes and they're constantly pouring lava into the water and so you know as the lava cools more hawaii wow yeah won't complain about that yeah no kidding um we could use some of that in california we need more land yes Um, (laughs) (laughs) um surfing was invented in hawaii So you didn't know that? Well, learn more interesting facts about our commercial break after our commercial break and find out more about what things there are to do there after our sponsor break. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. But before we begin talking about things to do in Hawaii, uh, a little history lesson. Hawaii spans 137 volcanic islands and certainly will include more in the future as volcanic activity occurs in the region. There are eight main islands, which are, taking a deep breath, okay, which are <laughs> Ni, Niihau, Kauai, Oahu, Molokai, Lanai, and Kaho'olawe. Oh, I know. <laughs> There's more. I don't know. I said and. There's two more. Maui and Hawaii, the big island. Yeah. So lots of islands in. Yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> so it is home to 1,455,221 American citizen citizens and houses the largest Buddhist community in the U.S. I did not know that. Wow. That I is very interesting. My grandma lived... I have gone to Oahu many times because my grandma used to live there and she oh. is a huge Buddhist. So every time we went, uh, when my grandma was still alive, it was mostly to do like grandma things, which included mm-hmm. going to the temple. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, yeah. So the, a lot of my childhood in Hawaii was praying. <laughs> um, so settled, it was settled by Polynesians between 200 and 600 AD. 
Um, the islands were discovered by Captain James Cook in 1778. Others may have been there before him. The discovery of Hawaii by a British explorer can still be seen in the state flag, which has the Union Jack in the top left side. Cool. Um, Kame, Kamehameha. Kamehameha. Thank you. <laughs> Kamehameha. The first was the first king of Hawaii who united many small Hawaiian kingdoms into one large kingdom in 1980. What am I saying? 1795. I have like numbers dyslexia. Um, like all my numbers always get mixed up. Okay. Sorry. Interjecting. <laughs> Okay. My things in here. Uh, okay, so that was it. Came, became one large kingdom in 1795. Then in 1810, Hawaii was recognized internationally as a country, but remained independent until Western businessmen overthrew the monarchy in 1893, which eventually led to the annexation by the U.S. in 1898. Which it was the last state to be added. Right? It was the 50th state. Yes, or was that Alaska? Uh, just remember things incorrectly yeah okay so that's (laughs) uh quick google check here hawaii yes (laughs) just to make sure there we go yeah always fact checking ourselves Mm -hmm. um so that's when it became part of the u.s and then on december 7th 1941 pearl harbor was bombed by japan bringing america to enter world war ii on August 21st, 1959, Hawaii became, okay, there we go, the most recent state to join the U.S. Union. Oh, okay, so in 1898, it did not become a state yet. It was just annexed. It was annexed as a I territory. See, I see, yes. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, territory first in 1898, then 1959 became a state. Um, then in 1993, the U.S. government formally apologized for its role in overthrow. <laughs> Of Hawaii's government, which spurred the Hawaiian sovereignty movement. Wow. Too little, too late, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 93 from 1898, so just shy of 100 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 95 years. Quick math. <laughs> Wild. Okay, thanks. So, um, talking about Hawaii, um, why don't we start out with... So the reason why we're doing it this this at this point is that Kristen just came back from Hawaii and so since you just came from, back from Oahu right yes okay so why don't we start out with you Kristen wh- wh- why did you choose Oahu and tell us about the things that you think people should do lol um <laughs> maybe a quick overview for people who aren't so familiar with the island so Hawaii is made up of, I should look this up. How many islands is it? Like a hundred uh, something. A hundred something actual islands, but inhabited like yeah. a handful like of islands. Ten, islands. maybe? Yeah. Okay. And two of them you can't go to because like one is actually privately owned and the <laughs> other one is owned wow. mostly, it's mostly 95% plantation and it's owned oh. by like a, like a food producer and they lost money like like crazy when they try to do tourism. So they pretty much huh. cut off tourism like a decade or two ago. Wow. All right. So it looks like though you're the most popular, like the six aisles that people might actually visit. You've got Hawaii, which is the main, the big Island, which people call it Maui, Oahu, Kauai, Molokai, and Lanai. Um, and then of those, I would, say the most visited one is Oahu followed by Maui. Um, 
Oahu is where the capital is. It's where Honolulu is. And we chose Oahu for two reasons. One, it was a direct flight. <laughs> so a lot of, like, if you want to go to, yeah. I feel like anywhere other than Maui, which, it, like, the direct flight to Maui is, like, even more expensive. You, you got to fly to Honolulu and didn't take, like, a charter plane. And since this was my daughter's first plane ride and she's still under two years old and it was our first one with her, we were like, we don't want this to be a whole big production. So one direct flight, very simple. Um, and while we actually did want to go to Maui, the difference in cost of the lodging from Oahu to Maui was astronomical. Just really? truly insanely more expensive to go to Maui. Um, that it was just like, okay, decision made. We will go to Oahu. Um, and actually my husband had never been to Oahu. Oahu was the only place I had gone before is still the only Island in Hawaii that I have visited. Um, but this is where it's like the most populated. It's got the most commercial stuff going on. Like, uh, like a true, the one of the few places, the only place that has a true city. Yes, exactly. Wow. And Honestly, I mean, if you are really only wanting, like, you want to be, like, a middle of nowhere, like, deserted island, then one of the other islands might be better. But I feel like Oahu is a great place to start because it still is, has a lot of open, uninhabited beaches and a lot of open area. You can still find that vibe. But it has, um, like, Pearl Harbor, which is... um, you know, a really neat thing to visit. It does have the pineapple plantation. Um, there's a lot to do on Oahu. Um, and I think it's a, it's a good place to start personally, like for anyone, but at any rate, we went, we were just looking for a vacation. We were just looking to get away. So we go to Oahu. Um, and the previous time had been, I never really left Honolulu. We spent most of our time like on Waikiki Beach. We did like go to one like Bay Area for snorkeling, but it was really just like a very beachy getaway. And this time we had rented a car and we ended up seeing the entire island. And my mind was kind of blown because before I only saw it as like just a beach. And there is so much going on there. <laughs> like there's a lot of commerce. Um, if you get into the middle of the island or you drive to like the North Shore it is majestic. I know so they filmed beautiful. some Jurassic Park there. So you have crazy, beautiful, lush views. Um, my husband, he even went golfing on two of the golf courses. And the photos he was sending were just like, I would have went and just sat and been a ride along <laughs> with him for like five hours had I known that's what it looked like. I mean, like really low clouds hanging over mountains and palm trees and just, just fabulous. Um And we got to see the Iolani Palace, which was where the Hawaiian um, royal family lived from. And that was really cool, too, to see. Um, So, yeah, we did a little bit of everything. I'm sorry? How long were you there again? Uh, Just shy of a week. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think that was enough time? No. I mean, realistically, we got to do a lot. So, it's enough to do stuff, but... You can always use another day or two in Hawaii oh, sure, just to sure. relax and, <laughs> yeah. and take in. It's just a nice place to be. Like, I love how it's so lush. They have like a lot of those like ropey trees that remind me of like Indiana Jones. It has palm trees, like really lush foliage with beautiful flowers and lots of birds chirping. And it's a nice place just to walk 
around. We would, we were close to like some just random shopping, but you just feel so like, feel like you're somewhere so exotic and so pretty and, um, and it's nice and warm and they do the like, um, Hawaiian shave ice is like the big dessert. Oh yeah. Like, you shave ice and walk around and. Okay. Yeah, I got a question. Out of it. Yeah. Let's see. Like, let's, let's compare notes. Did you have an opportunity to go to the Bishop museum? I don't even know what that is. So I'm okay. No, no, no. Only re- I'll, I'll let you keep on going and then I'll tell you. No, this is, but I have no direction. So questions are helpful. <laughs> okay. So, so the Bishop museum is a museum on Oahu and it's, it's not too far from, um, it's not too far from, uh, um, Waikiki and such. But okay. what's really nice about um, the Bishop Museum, it's the State Museum. And it has a lot of the Hawaii mm-hmm. State Museum um, and of like a little bit of natural history and, and history in general, uh, cultural history. And it's one of my favorite places to visit. Um, it's a multi story building. It's not extremely large, but it's um, for what it lacks in size it makes up with density of knowledge and such like that and it talks about you know the king and the queen of um of hawaii one of the things that i really enjoyed was also like they have these um one of the things i'll I'll tell you i'll describe it it's this like you know like a 10 foot pole or even taller and it's completely covered in gold canary leaf uh canary feathers and it's this staff or pole that followed the king of hawaii and what would happen is if he would go place you knew he was in the building because his people would stand outside of the building with these big poles with these canary leaves indicating that the king was in the building or nearby oh wow that's cool but What's really also interesting, this is the type of history I always like learning about a culture, was if you know about um, Hawaiian cultures, that they're very sustainable people and they respect life and, you know, respect the earth, is that, you know, while there's thousands and thousands of canary leaves on this, they waited for the canaries to molt the actual feathers before they attached it to them. So the canaries weren't killed. The canaries, Mm. they waited for the molting to happen, and it was feathers from many, 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 many golden canaries. Um, And that speaks about the culture. So it's really, really neat to go do, um, go check out the museum and learn a little bit about the culture. And this is just one of the few exhibits that they had. Um, They also Mm. have, sometimes they have luau's. I don't know if they have a luau right now. Um, so they have a tr- more traditional luau where they, you know, they roast a huge pig. Um, sometimes they'll roast multiple pigs, depending on how many people are around. Um, it's just a great museum to visit and it's open every day from 9am to like five. So I'm going to say that this was actually somewhere I wanted to visit because I was looking it up. I wanted to go to a museum like this and I feel like I had found one. It's designated as a Hawaii State Museum of Natural and Cultural History. And this one in particular, the Bishop Museum, it even says um, it contains the world's largest uh, collection of Polynesian artifacts. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I really wanted to do something like that, but we were, we did have limited time. And with um, a kid, it's hard. Yeah. We were with a toddler and she wasn't going to be able to just walk quietly for however long <laughs> looking at things. So that's why we, I definitely wanted to do something cultural like that. And we chose the Iolani Palace instead. Okay. Yeah, but why I don't you go and talk about that? that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's very, um, it's very doable like it's actually not that long it's not super big um but it's it's downtown honolulu um it's right across from another museum that has the very famous um statue of kamehameha out front the black and gold one yes i know what statue you're talking about yes so um there's a big uh museum right across the street but anyways um and it's like, it's two stories. Well, at least there's like two stories in a roof that you don't get to go to. But um, you just start by, we did a self-guided tour, but they start you all together and explain like how to use your stuff. And then um, you walk through and there's like basically a grand hall entrance. And then there's like the two, your the two sides, like, on either side of you are like rows of room. And so you like go through each of them and then you just go upstairs and do the same thing. Um, and tons of artifacts. It's really decorated. I think mostly how it used to be. And what's so cool too, is how, because you're, you're in Hawaii, it's a human Island environment. Um, it's not like it really has windows. It has like shutters to like open up. So you like get the breeze in, you hear right outside. It's really lush. Um, it's like so relaxing and beautiful. Um, and they had like the king and queen's room still set up. They had some displays of, oh my gosh, these gowns. This one gown that one of the queens had worn. She wore it to Queen Victoria's platinum oh. diamond oh. jubilee. And they had like photos of her there, like in England. And for that one, uh, the queen had asked that people wear something that represents their like cultural heritage Mm -hmm. and this the queen's dress that was on display it was like made out of peacock feathers and it was like lined in peacock feathers and like the whole train was peacock feathers it was beautiful it was so amazing i was like i need like a replica of this to wear for halloween or something like or some beautiful event where i just have an excuse to wear a gown like that um and they had like bathrooms which i felt like was so ahead of their time but I think that this palace was built, it was built 1879. So maybe that was like good for the time, but it was like they had a sink and like a hole for a toilet, but it was like, (laughs) Oh, I haven't seen a lot of old places that like have this. And what's really depressing is they, the last room that you visit, it is the room where the last queen Ka'iolani Lili Ukalani, she was the final queen of Hawaii. Um, The government, they locked her in this room for eight months. Um, She wasn't allowed to go anywhere. They had like excerpts of her diary talking about how she was like, I don't want to say going crazy, but she was like going out of her mind because she couldn't. She was all alone, so I'm sure she's going through, like, the isolation fever stuff. And all she can hear is just soldiers' boots outside just manning the door, like, won't leave. And um, they, the only thing in the room is this huge 
the quilt that she made while she was there in isolation. Um, and they really invite you to sit and reflect on what that must have been like for her. So wow. it's a little sad they end it like that, that you're like, oh, bye, bye. But I mean, it's what happened. It was history. And forgive me because I don't know the complete details, but essentially what had happened too was she she didn't abdicate. She like, I forget what the word is, but like she signed over her sovereignty to the um, government for a short time because there was like so much unrest and she didn't want there to be a war and for her people to be killed. Mm. So she had like brokered a deal with the government that she was like, I'll suspend my rights temporarily, like while we figure this out or while something else happens. And they were basically like, yeah, sure. Okay. And then she was totally duped and, and they completely annexed the territory and never gave her her rights back. So it was pretty depressing. Um, but the palace is beautiful, really neat to see. And I think one thing that really struck me was how, now granted, this was built in 1879, um, but they were so connected with the world as a whole. Like they had portraits from Tsars of Russia and um, a lot of like European nobility. And they would display these to show like how they were respected and um, they were recognized as a sovereign territory by a lot of very powerful countries at that time. And they would host lots of dignitaries from all over the world for dinners and things there, um, which I feel like we have this impression that it's just this tiny little island and no one, I don't know, cared about Polynesia and just passed over it. But they were very well respected at the time. Um, so I, I learned a lot. It was very beautiful to see. Um, and it didn't take too long either. And actually, we just coincidentally were there on like a Friday afternoon where every Friday around that time, they have like the Royal Hawaiian Band come and play live That's music so outside fun. on the lawn. So it was really pretty too. That sounds really nice. Yeah, I recommend. There's actually a um, princess who's still alive. Oh, really? Like wow. descendant? Uh, uh, yeah, descendant oh, wow. Abigail... I, I'm Kawa na, Kawa na o, Aoka, who is still an owner and he's still alive. Wow. But oh, very, 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 very private. Kawa na na Koa. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, they're, they're still around, but just not in power or even have a. Right. Uh, oh put, my gosh, she shares my birthday. Sorry. Wow. Wow. <laughs> But she's not alive. Oh, she's not alive? I thought she's still alive. No, she died in 61. Oh, that was a while ago. But wait, maybe this is her... No, that's an older one. I yeah, this one, she's still alive. She was. She's 95 years old now. Okay, but... then I'm not looking at the right person. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> um... Where did you visit? Um, mentioned the plantation. The, 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 what's it called? The Dole Plantation? The Dole Plantation. Did you go... We, we did not. So one of the places we ended up going, we had to rent a car. So we drove up to North shore. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Dole plantation is pretty far from Honolulu. Right. It's um, like the middle. It depends on if you go through the middle of the island towards the, to the North shore, I think you pass the Dole plantation. Yes, exactly. Okay. So that's, that's basically how we saw it is we, okay. drove, we drove by it, but it right. is, Oh, 
It's only a 36-minute drive. It's really far, <laughs> It is comparative to the island. That's what I know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and it's it's really cool passing it. And it's like the highway that you're on, it's very lush. And yeah. Creeper, and it feels, like, really secluded, even though it's off of, like, the main highway. Right. Um, um, but I know that's a place where people like to go. But we did fun. not. We passed yes. it. Do you have stories from there? Um, I have gone and it is definitely fun. So it's cool because you can just go park and then just go to the gift shop and kind of, or just not even just go to the gift shop. You can walk around the, the, the grounds basically mm-hmm. without necessarily paying. All the paid activities are like there's a train ride, um, that you can take and it takes you around the plantation. So you see mm-hmm. like where the pineapples are but they also have a ton of other um, plants that i cannot think of right now but there's not just pineapples that they grow there <laughs> there's a few other um fruits that they oh. grow there as well which is really interesting and it's like a um you're in a train and it's like a speaker like a scripted recording that's kind of like talking to you um through the whole train ride and then so that's like one activity you pay per activity uh, and then there's one that was my favorite when I was little is the maze because it's like a genuine maze um, made of love is it made of it can't be made of pineapples because pineapples go out of the ground but it's a maze that's like if you stand up <laughs> like you can't see like it's a real maze in that you really have to figure out you know where to go they give you this map and then I think there's like six or actually however many inhabited islands there are that's how many um, I guess hidden things that you're supposed to find and you're supposed to go through the maze and find all these all island elements to fulfill but there's like a map that you kind of like fill in um, so that's the whole that's objective cute. is you know making your way through the maze to find these island elements which is really fun um, and then I think there's also a garden like a botanical garden that you can also get a ticket to um I think those three things are like the pay, pay, paid activities. Everything else is like there's food. Um, obviously, you can buy pineapples to eat. They have like pineapple everything. Um, I think when I was there, when I was younger, they had these pineapple, and it was essentially like Starbursts, but not Starburst brand, but those like kind of like taffy squares. Um, yeah, pineapple flavored taffy which was delicious uh but yeah it's, it's always a fun place and my grandma really loved the ice cream the dole whip ice cream so oh, yeah that's yeah. the best no that's really fun we just um we were driving past it so early in the morning it wasn't even open yet oh yeah so, <laughs> on that. but how was the north shore were the waves big or little i don't know uh, where we were they were not big so um we actually kind of spent the day at the turtle bay oh, um, really? no but oh. we, i mean we were with a little kid no one really went that far in the water she was um getting a lot of like anxiety if we were all split up <laughs> like <laughs> So, and we would just kind of wade with her. We did see a lot of like fish in the water, oh, cool. which is really neat. Um, you know, beautiful tropical fish. 
Um, but it, it, we were in, you know, it's a bay, so there weren't really any waves or anything where we were. Um, and we passed by food trucks are like all oh the rage yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can find great little like, they're like permanent areas where all these food trucks are like set up. And oh, we got pokey from one of the food trucks, which is insanely amazing. Did you get um, any shrimp, garlic shrimp? No, really. That's like uh, one of, I think there's probably three or four different food trucks like right next to each other that each do their own version of garlic shrimp. Oh, interesting. I mean, they probably did, but uh, I missed that part. It's okay. The pokey's delicious. So it's okay. (laughs) You got good food. Yeah. Um, And the North Shore is way more, not deserted, but less going on. But you find like, quiet little beaches like you just like drive by the ocean and just like nice little beaches right there and places set up and um we basically did a whole tour of the island and when you come down to is it Kailua it's actually super close to Honolulu it's just on the opposite shore and where the way the island's shaped right there, it's like pretty narrow. And Kailua is like another area that's pretty well populated. Um, there's a, a good little like community there and like mm-hmm. shopping and farmers markets and stuff like that. Um, and this, the drive between North Shore to Kailua was just so picturesque. Um, I mean, like pictures could not do it justice. Just the like, you had like the hills and the the bay and the clear blue water and the beaches and the palm trees and I mean it it reminded me of Moana and like her island oh like how you I mean it's like the only way I could think to describe it just everywhere like you wanted to take a picture everywhere you looked it was just so beautiful and Kailua was like a fun little area that was like out of Honolulu but still some stuff going on and. Did you um, happen to? I think Kailu is right next to Lanikai. Did you go to Lanikai Beach? Yeah, I think they're, yeah, they're like right next to each other, but it's almost like two oh. separate areas because Kailua, if I remember correctly, it's like more family, homey mm-hmm. community. And then Lanikai is like the super soft white sand, and but it's like the bougie end. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I wish I had known that. No, we, we stayed at like family friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer. They're both really nice though. Did you um, do any hikes? I don't know if it's feasible with no. child. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't. And one of the reasons, I mean, I guess we could have at some point, but like, it's so humid and stuff oh, yeah. that, like, I'm not here to sweat and, like, exert myself. I just want to relax. So That's totally fair. <laughs> a lot of that. Um, we did go to the Honolulu Zoo, Ooh. which was pretty fun. Um, I oh, was, Is yeah. that downtown Waikiki kind yeah. of area? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, there wasn't anything, like, mind-blowing that you couldn't see anywhere else. Um, was it a big zoo or small? It was, it was pretty decent size, <laughs> okay. not like the LA or San Diego zoo, okay. or like right. that. Well, nothing's um, like the San Diego zoo, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was it was pretty cool, and like their animals 
I don't know if it was the time of day we went or their animals or what, but they were so active and like fun. Like we saw um, one of the elephants like rolling his ball and playing with it. And like the giraffes were out and about and like picking their food and like, they weren't hyenas. They looked like hyenas. Some sort of like weird dogs were like being super cute. And it was really neat. I felt like every little exhibit where there was like a lot going on and the animals, like, you know, you could sit and look at them for a while, which other zoos, it's always hit and miss. Are they out? Can you see them? Are they just sleeping? <laughs> Maybe that's California. I don't know, but it was really fun. No, that's all zoos. So like Hawaiian that's animals are happier, yeah. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They are. How could they not be? Did you get a chance to go by the Royal Hawaiian? No. Wait, oh, the... It- the hotel uh, yes 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 the super pink hotel yeah 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 <laughs> we saw it yeah it's it, that was actually i've stayed there before and it's just the neatest you know they've renovated it since so now that is a completely modern hotel but in the past you could go there and like you would get uh like some of the small like some of the suites would have the old wood carved wood doors and like yeah. wood floors and it, and, and they were like, must've been 50 to a hundred years old. And it had that really, it had a po- very Polynesian feel to it. Now it's much more of a modern hotel, mm-hmm. but, but, um, yeah. did you, but yeah, there's, there's lots, lots of hotels and like skyscrapers right there. Like Honolulu, Waikiki area. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've heard this has changed since the last time I actually was in Waikiki, but did, do you go to the international marketplace? I think. Yeah, yeah, we did. And I feel like it must've changed a lot because when I went, this was back in 2004. Yep. I had this memory of like, almost like an outdoor market that was so cool. And like, yep. It's changed. They, they toured. Okay. I'm sorry. No, no yeah. and it was so I like know. I was trying to tell my family about it and be like, we have to find it. And like, I was like looking on the map and I was like, it must be the international market. And then when we went, I was like, this is not at all what I was thinking of. So maybe I was thinking of something else, but I'm like, maybe that was it. And they just redid it. But it's like a whole built, planned, like outdoor shopping mall now. Yes. yes. Yeah. Used to be what it was is that it was just like a bunch of hundreds of small vendors yep. all yeah. with their little, yep. it, it, they all their, and they all had those, those little kiosk push carts that you mm-hmm. would see like in a mall, but it, the whole thing consisted of these little push carts. <gasps> and, yeah. And yeah. one would sell earrings that were, or one would sell necklaces that were locally carved by hand. And then the next person would be selling and, you know, it was obviously designed for tourists. It was a little bit run down, but it was so cool. Yes. Um, it was Thank just, you. I it thought was, it was going crazy. No, it was super charming. And I had, I think I had heard it. They sh- uh, tore it down around 2010, but that was so charming. You know, it yeah. was just like, and it was almost, and there was so many, you know, you're in downtown um, Waikiki and they had a bunch of trees and like natural plants in that area. And so yes. it, it was kind of like walking through a park and with all these little tiny vendors. 
So thank the, you. Okay. I thought I just couldn't find it. I don't know what that was, well, but no, yeah, <laughs> you found it. It's just <laughs> ten years off. It's just a little <laughs> sad now. <laughs> and it's a shame because what they built is really awesome. And like the way they've built it is there's tons of outdoor space still there. And they've built it with like the courtyards are like outdoor areas with grass and huge trees and stages and stuff. But it's like, I really miss what it was like. They should have kept that and did this somewhere else. Like both are so cool that it shouldn't have been one at the expense of the or, other. Or mix it up. Yeah. 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 Or mix it up. Um, yeah. So, okay. Well, I have only been to Oahu, so you guys are going to have to fill me in on some of these other islands. All right. Yes, then. Go ahead. <laughs> See, go uh, ahead. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm just going to go, um, I'll just do a quick overview of my favorite things. Um, I went to Kauai. Um, it's actually uh, my sister's favorite island. Um, whenever she goes on vacation, she loves to go to Kauai. She's a very high intensity job, and she likes to go to Kauai because it's actually the one of the slowest islands to go visit. So it's just like things. If you ever been to Hawaii, Hawaii is done on a different time. Um, there's New York time, there's California time, and then take it even further. It's there's there's Hawaii time. They call it Aloha time. Aloha, Aloha time, time. That's right? What it is. <laughs> exactly. And where she would stay, she would get like a little. Um, this is, I don't know where she's gone stayed recently, but she would always rent a whole house, and she would find a house that essentially had no cell service, so no one could get a hold of her. Oh no. On purpose, you know, because just to get away from cells, cell phones. And um, so the one thing about Kauai is that I always find interesting in comparison. Well, of course, it's a smaller island. It's very much more like old Hawaii that once you see might see in the movie. Um, what struck me was that when you're wandering around the, the island, the island has a lot of um, iron in the soil. So when you see um, the soil, it's it's a very <gasps> red, red soil. Yes, oh. that is you. Um, when I took the what's it called the train <clears throat> the train ride around mm -hmm. uh, Dole Plantation, it's all the all the plants are planted in this red soil, and they right. talked about the iron that I forgot about that. So, so interesting. Yeah, so it's it because it has a lot of iron, and if you want a unique. Um, souvenir because we always we always we always talk about souvenirs there is a local company that sells something called a dirt shirt <laughs> <clears throat> and the dirt shirts all the fabric all the cotton is actually put in water along with the local dirt and it dyes the shirts kind of a adobe like color that's a very unique color so it's called a dirt shirt um, <clears throat> another shirt that's very common and very well known is something called crazy shirts. Um, it's another t-shirt company and they dye their stuff in things like um, that are also known to be local, like uh, coffee beans. Oh. And so when, so it has like a dark chocolate cover, they actually dye some clothes in chocolate. So when you get these shirts, when you first buy the shirts, the shirt smells like chocolate for the first two or three Whoa. washes. And um, they actually have a shirt that's actually, they work with the U S treasury to get all the shredded money. 
and they'll actually put their cotton in with um, shredded money, and then the green from the money will actually permeate into the green into the shirt. So, which is kind of cool. Um, so, on Kwai, I am a big, huge coffee fan. Oh, same, same, okay. same. Okay. Brought back a bunch of Hawaiian coffee. You you brought back a bunch of Hawaiian coffee. So. I mean- when I say a bunch, I mean like two bags. <laughs> wow. Well, Kauai has the largest coffee plantation in the United States. And um, the company is called Kauai Coffee. You can actually go to the plantation and there are walking tours that you can take on your own on the island. And then they'll teach you all about um, how they grow it, how they harvest it, how they roast it. And the whole thing. And then, of course, you can buy Kwai coffee when you're actually there. What's also neat about Kwai coffee that you don't see too frequently is there's something called a pea berry um, coffee. And as I recall, a pea berry, they tend to be smaller. And I think it's actually instead of one seed in a berry, it's instead of two seeds in a berry, it's one seed in a berry or something like that. And they're very round and they have a little bit of a different flavor and they will actually separate the pea berries and make a pea berry coffee and you can purchase it there. Um, so I suggest go check that out. Um, Oh, other, not just that I was talking about the soil is that you should, um, when you're in Kauai, you, the, another thing you'll notice is, there's chickens everywhere. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the chickens. Yeah, chicken yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the North Shore. Yeah. So when you're walking around Kauai, or like you go to any park or you go to any beach, you park your car, or you walk anywhere, there are wild chickens freaking everywhere. Yeah. They're just hanging out in the parking lot. You know, they're begging for smokes. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're just being generally unruly. And there's just, and there are all sorts of different colors and shapes and sizes. Um, and I asked, is like, do you eat them? And it's like, they're like, no, they're really tough. <laughs> but, you know, because you know, they're not to be eaten. But right. they're just feral chickens all over the place. And it's just really neat to see. Um other things to do that I thought were neat was there is something called Glass Beach. Okay, there's lots of other beautiful beaches. This is not what you're you're not going to lay on this beach. Glass Beach is a beach that is next to an old dump. Okay. Oh, nice. And what had happened was all the glass bottles had kind of rolled the dump. All the glass bottles rolled out the sea, broke up, and they broke up into small pea-sized, BB-sized pieces of glass, rolled around, and turned into little tiny glass pebbles that are like the size of BBs. And when you're walking on the beach, you're kind of like, oh, this is kind of crunchy sand. And then you look down, grab a handful of it, and they're all these little tiny glass beads of different colors. Wow. So it's really neat. So it's beautiful to see garbage (laughs) worked by the sea and turned into something beautiful. Yeah. But little tiny sea glass pebbles. Um, Also, um, there used to be... So this is a dump that's over 100 years old. 
Um, there was volcanic activity in the area as well. And so they used to dump old cars and stuff like that. And you'll see like parts of these cars that had slid out into the beach and they're rusting like these and just like pillars are still around. And it's like these metal sculptures that are all rusted over. You look like these modern metallic sculptures made from old cars and things like that. And it's just absolutely strangely beautiful, strangely beautiful. Um, other things I saw which were fascinating were I I, sw- I wish I took them because it was a dump, but there was <laughs> the glass garbage. I mean, glass, um, probably 50, 100-year-old glass uh, beer bottles. And because the molten lava had gone so close, they had melted and started cave and lean and then recooled. And there's still all these bottles on this beach where they're half melted from the lava flow. Wow. So, I mean, it's a good hiking beach. It's not a laying beach, but it's, it's really fun to go hang out there for an afternoon um, just to go look. That's um, really cool. When you're in Kauai, also, you got to remember it rains a lot. It rains a lot, and it rains a lot. So um, bring a rain jacket. Uh, Noted. The, yeah. The last one, and it's actually... I think it's a considered a rainforest. Oh, interesting. I think it's a rainforest. Um, and speaking of the rainforest, there's something called Waimea Canyon. Um, what Waimea Canyon's famous for is, you know, you go over to Waimea Canyon, and if it wasn't for the humidity and green, lots of green stuff, you would swear you were at the Grand Canyon. Wow. It, it, it is Hawaii's Grand Canyon. It's a deep red. It just goes Whoa. right down to the center of the earth. But the difference wow. is it's not dry. And it, like when you see shrubs and vegetation, it's fully green as oh opposed to this kind of, you know, yeah. <clears throat> dried out bushes. Right now. It looks crazy that this exists on an island. Yes. You would... It's so big. I mean, it looks like the Grand Canyon, but it's on a tiny island. And it's absolutely beautiful to go see. And you've seen this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You you have to go see this. The, no, you can't take a bad picture of this, of Waimea Canyon. And this is on Kauai? It, this is on Kauai. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> um, let's see. Very impressive. So I I don't have too many recommendations about Maui. Um, Maui, I feel, at least for me, was like a cruise ship. Just a really (laughs) huge, beautiful cruise ship. Um, Because it wasn't like... It wasn't like Waikiki where there's lots of little shops or a city to go hang out and go play Mm -hmm. around. And it wasn't like Kauai, which is just essentially it's a force of nature. It's just this beautiful, beautiful, just perfectly beautiful Island filled with golf courses and beaches. <laughs> um, so Maui, oh, Maui is where um, Rotahana is, right? That I don't know. Look that up. Rotahana. Um, yeah. Okay. So yes, Rotahana. Have either of you heard of Rotahana? Uh-uh. Tell me. Okay. So it is this self 
self-made trip, I guess, that people have just driven over the years. And it's been so it's gotten the name Road to Hana, but it's the Hana Highway. And I guess Hana is either the name of the highway itself or it goes through the town of Hana. Um, but it's on the Maui Island. And it's just this really supposedly really beautiful drive that goes around maybe half of the island um, Mm -hmm. through the lush, you know, the lushness of the island. And it's just called Road to Hana because I think it's just not necessarily a real like kind of pathway, if that makes sense. Like it's paved roads, but it's like people have just made it their own and then uh, they tell other people and then those people will take the same road and it kind of has just become that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like the... like the island made it so that people could drive on it for scenic reasons. It was just someone had discovered this, I think, and then just kind of retold it to everyone else. Cool. Yeah, but it's just yeah. really beautiful. And I think all, if you look at pictures of, um, if you ever see pictures, I mean, of people who kind of just like pull off to the side and they're like sitting on this black paved asphalt road in the middle between all these like lush trees or mountains or things like that. And it's Hawaii. It's, I'm, 99% sure it's always on that road to Hana. Wow. Love it. So, to close up, I got a bunch of random pieces of trivia and information that I gathered from different people. <laughs> um, first of all, well, first one that's me is that Hawaii is one of the few places, if you have the means and you're able to get one, get a convertible. Because it's just well, amazing to drive through Hawaii. Um, it's like driving driving through Jurassic Park. <laughs> you know, it's just I think so... they filmed some of it there, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, two... Sorry, go on. Uh, two, during COVID, this is random trivia, um, apparently uh, all the rental agencies were in dire strait, and some of them went bankrupt. And so they're trying to sell their assets to keep afloat. So they lost, they got rid of tons and tons and tons, flooded the market with used rental cars. And when tourists started coming back, you couldn't get a rental car, and they were extremely expensive. So people started borrowing the um, ride your, uh, the moving trucks. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. Like the U-Hauls. And yeah. they would just use that as their vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully that's still not the case, but I thought that was very interesting. Um, um, Maui, uh, definitely, if you're out there, try to... Um, I I picked I took a surfing lesson and I went whale watching and that was a lot of fun. Can um, you surf? Are you a successful surfer? I can <laughs> barely surf. I'm okay. not sure if it's my sport. Um but I did learn how to do it, so it was a lot of fun to do it out there. Fun, yeah. Yeah. And then um if you are looking for inexpensive uh uh um what are, I was just saying um, mementos or like souvenirs. Tr- souvenirs. <laughs> yes. Jeez. Um, but if you're looking for inexpensive souvenirs, one of my favorite shops to go to is ABC stores. Oh my God. Oh yeah. They're everywhere. <laughs> and, and ABC stores are essentially the equivalent of like a Seven Eleven for Hawaii, but they have lots of trinkets and blankets and towels and, bookmarks or what have you and it's just a lot of fun to go in there and just spend half an hour and pick out a bunch of inexpensive souvenirs um 
And the very, very last thing is I've been considering after retiring, moving to Hawaii. Oh, really? It's one of the places I've considered moving to, but have not committed to. And you wouldn't uh, get island fever? I might. That's one of the problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And one of my friends said, oh, why would you ever do that? And it's like, why don't you just go get an Airbnb? And I go, well, then you don't have your stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he was saying, you know what my friends do is they go there for two to three months a year, um, Airbnb. And what they do is they get a storage locker and they put all their personal goods there. Huh. So, so when they go to Hawaii... They got their surfboard, their board shorts, all their um, Hawaii clothes, uh, bicycles, whatever, whatever. They get a five by five storage locker, fill it up, come to Hawaii, take all this stuff out of the storage locker, put it in their Airbnb. And when they're about ready to leave, they just refill the storage locker. And the storage locker is something like 50 bucks a month. Wow. Wow. So it's like you, and they even have their own coffee maker. You know, so you don't use, you know, like you're used to your own coffee maker. So they, they have right. a, a few small appliances, you know, all that type of stuff. So when they go there, it's like living at home because their stuff is there, but they don't have to move it back and forth between the mainland and Hawaii. So that's hmm. my last random tip if you're going to go to Hawaii a lot. Yeah, not bad. So. Kind of smart. Yeah. yeah. Well, I th that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, to be back. Yes, I think we would all like to go back to Hawaii. Oh, it's beautiful. Now, just looking at the pictures, I want to go to Kauai now. Kauai mm -hmm. was always like such a small island that I didn't necessarily know what was there, but now I kind of want to go there over Maui. I think yeah, that's right? where it's. But it's quiet is quickly becoming more touristy. And I, yeah, I'm not sure if it's like Mark Anderson or Zuckerberg or someone is like buying a lot of land and it's quickly no. becoming, yeah, you need to get there before it becomes <laughs> Maui or Waikiki, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, booking tickets now. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you. I hope you had a great time, Kristen. It sounds like you did. Yeah, I just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always. Um, but thank you for sharing and thank you for tuning into this Hawaii podcast. We hope you guys had as much fun as we did. Let us know what you think. Contact us on our social media channels where you can find photos of our adventures from around the world, interesting articles, and more. Also, if you're newer to our podcast, check out some of our older destination ones on Washington, D.C., London, and some of our topical ones, like what we pack in our suitcases. And look for our upcoming podcasts on... I don't what? know. We'll find out. On, on new <laughs> <things>. <laughs> Do we have anything planned? Do we have anything planned? We'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Meet us in Paris is the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education Production. If you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge, or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu for the professional courses. And thanks again for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Aloha. Bye.